Oh my goodness, hey, hi, it's Mike. Did you know that Abe and Bridget and me are trying to make a movie right now? Yes, right dang now. It's called Papa Bear and tells the poignant and hilarious true story of the time my dad came out as a gay furry when I was 17. Uh, if you care about that at all, please head to seedandspark.com slash fund slash papa hyphen bear to find out much more about the project, how you can be a part and earn really cool rewards for helping us out. See you there. Here's your pod. Thanks so much. Lights, camera, action. We're shooting threes, just SMB. We're gonna watch and review film trilogies. It's all for laughs, so just sit back. We're gonna drop hella dimes on this podcast. Welcome to the show. <laughs> it's finals week, playoff, basketball. So we're distressed, and that's what we're here to talk about on Shooting Threes. You know what? It This is a basketball podcast. The title of the pod is Shooting Threes. We are very obviously wearing basketball uniforms on the cover. <laughs> it's true. It's you a basketball-themed kn- podcast about movies. Yes. You knew it, we were a snake when you picked us up. So, so if you're listening to this now and you're like, why are they talking about basketball? We've always been talking about we, basketball. We just finished We've watching. We've literally <laughs> Always been talking about basketball. You just got to think about it. Rewind the tapes. Think back 50 shades. Hooping. <laughs> Period. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think. What is the basketball team in Seattle? Is it the Supersonics, which is not, not a team, team They anymore. don't. Yeah, RIP. <laughs> yeah, they were at a Supersonics game. Yeah. Box seats. Box seats. Because Christian Gray. Yeah. Um, watching Kevin Durant play. Back in his rookie year. Exactly. Um, well, I think talking about basketball would be easier than the subject matter of the trilogy oh that we have signed ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we're, we're still traumatized, so we're oh trying to focus God. on things like basketball. But, ooh, and, we watched- it's, it's getting sicker. Yeah, we watched, uh, what did we watch, Sarah? We watched Old Boy. We watched Old Boy, and- Those boys were old. And they, they had history. Oh. It went back. Um, to say the least. Yeah, if if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Old Boy, I guess we should say, I'll pray for you. Um, yeah, I mean, there's this movie does have quite the twist in it. Um, Sarah and I, unfortunately, were both spoiled before. Yeah, I think. Unfortunately, not because the twist is devastating and horrible. So it made the blow a little easier when it happened. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, we get there's an American version of this movie. It came out in 2013. Josh Brolin and Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, um, I forgot it was Liz- Lizzie Olsen. Yes, many of our listeners warned us not to watch that version. Trust me, we were never going to. Yeah. But thank you for thinking of us. Um, uh, I thank had you for heard, protecting us. We, I, yes. I had heard it's not good. Um, I feel like Old Boy is kind of one of those movies like The Sixth Sense that it's just been around for so long that I do think like most people, if you've engaged with this movie title at all, right? I think you if, might kind of already if you're, know. If you're in the trenches of, uh, you know, film If you're a talk, Reddit user, you know what this movie is and you yeah, know what happens in this I, movie. <laughs> I was, yeah, but if if you don't and you don't want to be spoiled, uh, go back. Get the hell out. Yeah, Stop yeah. Get, listening. We gotta, we gotta discuss it because it's, it's huge. Uh, I was watching it with my boyfriend. He was watching me like a hawk when it became time in the third act for the twist to be revealed, and then he saw myself like I was bracing for it. I don't know if you were, you knew it was 
Uh, I, I, I didn't physically brace for that, but there were a couple of scenes that both of my hands covered my yeah. eyes. And yeah, he, he, was, I, he was pissed that I, I, I literally, for some of the violence, I was like, I will know when it's over. I'm so excited to talk about the violence in this movie. <laughs> okay. Um, there is some badass violence in this movie. Some... And then there's some violence in this movie that I was like, just do it and I won't watch. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I can't look at sure, this. I sure, can't yes, yes. This. Oh, for sure. But, um... Yeah, that, I guess that's our spoiler warning. But let's talk about that's Old Boy. That's a spoiler. So uh, what is your relationship? Have you seen this movie before? Or was this a first watch? Uh, so I had seen scenes from this movie mm. before, like little clips here and there. This is definitely the movie when I was um, <laughs> in film school. Uh, all of the like... You know, you would hear people would always ask, like, what's your favorite movie? That's That was a very common or top. Sure. And uh, all the, like, you know, Pulp Fiction was one, but all the people who, like, eye-rolled at that and were, like, more alternative than that were, like, old boy. That Which was like, funny because this is, like, Tarantino's, like, one of his faves. I know. I mean, the, all of these movies are. Yeah. yeah. There, there were, yeah, all the all the old boys were, uh, were saying old boy. And I had not seen it, but then, like, throughout being in film school, I had just been... Uh, shown clips it is a hard movie to find online yes and that's uh, actually really disappointing very disappointing i think it won the grand prix didn't it like it yeah it i mean it's an award-winning film it's, internationally recognized i would say it's one of the more well-known international yeah. films of the last it's in criterion yeah so that's how we watched it yes through the criterion channel and not through uh, any other? Uh, that's how we watch websites. it, and I, we will answer no further questions. Uh, <laughs> but as a result, the Criterion website I watched it on, I had to stop and start and refresh it a few times. Yeah, so Criterion buffering is a little rough. I will say, unfortunately, I did not get to watch this movie like in a complete way, yeah. which was a little bit frustrating because um, it's it it moves. It's only two hours. Yeah, uh, and it and it does move quickly but uh, it certainly does it's yeah it's a it was a frustrating uh the uh, criterion channel should fix really work on that their problem yeah but, um, um it should be like this movie should be on prime it's not available HBO max to, it should be on prime it should be on it's Netflix. not available to buy on prime which is insane but yes um, yeah let's uh so yeah that was my experience coming so i had seen uh, like I had seen the the part at the end where he's barking like a dog. I had seen some of the like mm. bigger action. Like I had seen that hallway fight sequence. Um, I had seen clips of him being in the prison. Um, you know, I, I he, bits here and there, but I'd never seen the full movie. And I, I had people talk about it at me, so I knew what it was about. Yes, or di had discussions about it, so I knew what it was about, and I knew everyone's like, "Oh boy, oh boy," and my contrarian self in college was like uh, yeah i was yeah i was a little annoyed by it but uh it i was wrong yeah. i'm happy to i i was wrong <laughs> yeah i had never seen a single second of footage how did you know how did you i know about this movie because in college i spent a lot of time on ask reddit threads <laughs> okay sure. and i like this movie is always if it ask reddit is like what is like the most like insane movie you've ever seen sure. like what moment in what movie like change like really right. like shook you to yeah. your core? What's the most disturbing? And like oh, this movie comes up a lot in like any yeah. of the which I mean, understandably so. Yeah. But as a result, like I was already pretty familiar with like the plot of this the, movie. Yeah, the general. But I had never actually like with my eyes 
seen any part of this. Yeah, and uh, even I will say, even though I was spoiled, it's still. I mean, it's a good. It's a well-made movie. So if still it's still very effective. Oh, it's still yes. very effective, and I think that's like that is a litmus test for a good movie too. Is like yeah. even if you know the twist, um, it's still very watchable, and that moment still hits like a ton of bricks. Very impactful um, because I I I had known like about the daughter stuff, but then other things about it that I like kind of yeah. forgotten so there was still more just as a side note we know someone that hasn't seen the sixth sense and they say they're not going to because quote they know the twist that's stupid. and i thank you that's thank stupid. you thank you that it's is such one a good of the movie. best movies i actually rewatched it recently it's the, probably my top 20 favorite film of it, all time. It, yeah it is fucking i hadn't stunning. watched it in years and then i rewatched it recently i think my brother's girlfriend hadn't seen it and hadn't been yeah. spoiled and oh wow yeah. good for she, her she hadn't seen like any movies so we're like this one i don't know why that one got chosen but that one oh uh, it's and it's excellent it's still it's like a masterpiece. That, that when i said that of like a good movie a test of a good movie with a twist is Sixth sense is that it's still immensely watchable even yeah because by you the time know. you get to that it's almost and like i don't even really care because like everything else is everything like, else is and yeah and also, the moment still has impact. It's the filmmaking of it. Like, yes. it, the moment, it still lands differently than when someone tells you. you yes. Know? I had a friend watch for the first time, and he said it like, is it a twist, or is it a really well-crafted payoff yeah. to something that the movie has kind of been insinuating the entire time? Yeah. Uh, it still works. I mean, that's why, like, this podcast is no substitution for watching the movie. Please do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You should I absolutely- just, I... Everyone watches it, it. Don't listen. If you know the spoiler to a movie, who gives a shit? Watch yeah. it anyway. Yeah. It is so good. I'm not that protective over spoilers because if it's if it's good, then it uh, it won't matter. Yeah, I I, I still want to watch the thing. I'm still invested. Yeah. You can show me the lyrics of the song. I still want to listen to the song. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's uh, let's dive in. Let's I, dive in. I, still, a lot of my notes are like. Hmm, I wouldn't have done that. This is... <laughs> I a lot of notes. Oh, are like, oh, if no. I were there, I certainly wouldn't have said or done that. Uh, I opened my notes app to take this movie, and my boyfriend was like, you're not going to take notes. And I'm like, "I this is for a podcast. Oh, this is work. This is like work. And he was right. I did not take one note. I was so... Yeah, no, my movie, my, my, I, my notes were kind of like... It's up here. Hmm, interesting. Wouldn't have been my decision in that moment. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, I I think those could be notes to any movie. Yeah, it's kind of like more like I was live tweeting to myself. <laughs> yeah. My thoughts about old boy. Um, okay, so we open the movie. Let's dive mm-hmm. in. Yeah. He, uh, our main character, Odesu. Odesu, yeah. Desu. Uh, Desu, yes. I don't know why I was going to call him son. That's not his name. It's Sue. It's Sue. Desu. Yeah. Uh, he is, uh, been thrown in a drunk tank. He's in some kind of prison. Yeah. Um, we do open in media res with, uh, that on the rooftop briefly. Oh, speak more because. Oh, did you miss that? Uh, I just don't remember it at the moment. I had a really, I mean, Criterion Channel, I had a really hard time. Channel. Yeah. (laughs) Loading the beginning might be a little bit messy. Sure. (laughs) Um, Because one, two, three movies.eu.ru slash Criterion. Really? <laughs> had a hard time. <laughs> yeah. This movie. I think you need a new link to the so, criteria. Yeah, tell yeah. me the first three minutes. <laughs> um, I hate watching movies like this too. I it's hate awful. It. I it, hate it's it. awful. I hate it. But, I hate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, it does open on that shot, you know, the rooftop scene where he wakes up out of prison. 
Oh, and he's right. holding the guy by the necktie, and and there's yes. the the quote that uh kind of goes throughout the and, movie. And of, when you laugh, everyone laughs. Yeah, and when you weep, you weep alone. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's uh um even though I'm a beast, do I not deserve to live? Oh, okay. Then I I missed that. All right. Well, he's holding the guy by the necktie. It starts. I do with, remember that. I do remember that visual because at the end of the movie, I was like, oh right. Yes. I recognize what this looks yes. like. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So it opens there, uh, but then we cut to a couple years before that with uh, a drunk Odesu just uh, really- Being belligerent. Being belligerent in a police holding. Yeah, Um, some kind of drunk tank, like drunk in public kind of thing. He's bought a set of wings for his daughter. For her birthday. It's it's his daughter's fourth birthday. He is uh, detained- uh, and just uh, being kind a, of a mess, being a drunken menace for many hours, uh, trying to pee in the yeah. Ca- yeah. And I liked how this was filmed. That was like the first note I took was like this kind of like handheld, like yeah, shaky. I, I think sometimes, I mean, there's definitely a threshold for that in movies. I think we all yeah. know that like the shaky cam can only uh. work for so long. But it it worked really well in this opening one because they don't do it for too too long, and like it's really kind of choppy fast. I kind of said like. There were moments like the editing was almost like an Edgar Wright kind of beat where it's like, right. here, 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 here. Like, yeah, quick storytelling. This is like kind of what you need to see. But it set a nice tone of like, kind of like the the chaos of this guy. Of the yeah. ensuing movie. Um, right. Where like, I just felt like throughout the film, a scene would just ramp up to 100 really fast. Or like yeah. we would transition into a new location and like, oh, boom, things are like happening. Yeah, it, well, it also, like, kind of disorientates you, which you're pretty disorientated through the this first This movie is act, disorienting. Especially in the first act of the movie. Yes. When he's in the drunk take, so you you get all these kind of scenes of him being uh, belligerent, a drunken mess. Um, for a while, that's the first, like, three minutes of the movie, and then his uh, friend, uh, Jay Ju- Sue. Nope, I've got it right here. Ju Kim? Kim? No, the the guy that gets him out of the prison is his buddy with the internet cafe. Yes, yeah, yeah. Juwan, yeah. Juwan, Juwan. Uh, comes, picks him up. They go out into a rainy Korean street in the middle of the day. They uh, or at night, um, and call his Desu's wife and family from a telephone booth. Um, he gives Desu gives the phone to his friend to like, you know, tell him you know hey, he's okay. The wife's yeah, and then when uh. Oh my god, I just lost it again. Ju, what's his name? The friend's name? Juwan? Juwan, yes. Uh, turns around, Desu's gone. Yes. Uh, and he has lost- Yeah, this opening, I remember for my viewing, was like a little bit rough. Yeah. Okay, I had a hard so, time with the Wi-Fi. Um, he, he is gone. Uh, and then, yeah, he black, the screen blacks out. Uh, and the next scene we see, he has been held- uh, he's clearly been kidnapped for the past three months at the point where we meet him. Um, he doesn't know by who. He is in some sort of prison where they're like feeding him through a slot. It looks like a hotel room. There's a bed. Yes. There's a shower. Um, there's a fake window. But he has been there for a couple months at that point. Uh, doesn't know why. Doesn't know who has captured him. Um, is asked like how many how many more months am I going to stay? How long am I going to stay here? No one's talking to him. He has no idea. So he's kind of going mad in there. Uh, 
obviously, and then you kind of get the the rules of the prison a little bit in that mm-hmm. uh, whenever he gets suicidal or the prison the whoever is watching him needs to access his room, they release this gas that knocks him out. Um, yeah, knocks him out, and so they are able to like. So I wrote this note. I don't know about you, but I think in my own apartment, if at a certain time in the day, just to like, oh, 10 o'clock, 10.30, time to go to sleep, if a gas of like, I don't know, Valium were to enter my room and put me to sleep, I don't know that I would uh, have a problem with that, actually. Certainly at nighttime. Kind of sounds nice. Certainly around 10. It was like part of that that I was like, you know what? I could. Yeah. If I could like control it, like I would would want someone else to control it. If I could just press a button and I'm gassed and then I'm just like out for the night. Yeah. I think I could get behind that. Yeah. And someone comes in and I wake up and I get a haircut. Not that haircut. They gave him a terrible haircut in there. His hair really, he needs a conditioner. Yeah. I mean, I would have, you know. Very dry. He comes out and I'm like, get it. He's like, what should I do? And I was like, get a haircut, man. Yeah, for sure. Go fix, go fix Uh, what they did. When he's in this, so we're like in this world of like this hotel room. Again, I a little bit choppy, but was there not he he has access to the television? Mm -hmm. They have a television, so he can see what's going on. And And on the news, I think he learns that his wife and daughter have been murdered, or like presumed murdered. His wife has been murdered, um, and he and the daughter has been taken in by a family in Sweden. Yes, um, is what we learn. And then clearly, while he was knocked out, uh, his captors. Took DNA and planted evidence around the apartment because um, it's not known to the wired world that he's right. Gone. But I'm I'm trying to remember. Does Desu know that? In yes. His, okay. He sees I the news so report he and he knows he's been framed. Got it for the murder, and that's kind of how he keeps up with current events too, and like sees what's happening in the world. Um, around- that's how he beats off, which Park Jan Woo uh, loves to film dudes jerking it. This yeah. is we're two for two now in the Vengeance trilogy I mean, of like yeah jerk of, it, of, it. Of, yeah kind of strange. Yeah. Jerk off seats. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but you know, such is life, you know? Yeah, it's real. You know, it's he's real. alone in that room. And what are you going to do? You got to do something. Exactly. Um, exactly. And, and what he does, so he gets uh, kind of suicidal, but they keep intervening. And he decides that he is going to, around year five of his imprisonment, is going to start keeping a journal to kind of keep himself sane. Mm. Um Oh, no, it's after the murder of his wife. He he decides, like, he's going to find who captured him and, like, kind of stay open about it and not just, like, sink into this imprisonment. Yeah. So he starts, A, keeping a diary of everybody he could have wronged to try to figure out a prison diary of, like, everyone he wronged who could have been behind this and just kind of day to day. He starts training by, like, shadow boxing. He punches the wall so much he has, like, these crazy calluses yeah. on his hand that you see throughout the movie. And he keeps up, he, he watches the news and keeps up with current events so he knows what's going on uh, by the time he gets out of there. Um, yes, he starts to hatch an escape plan. He does. So one day they drop off food at his door and they accidentally give him an extra chopstick which he's, Huge mistake. Which is when he starts, he also starts trying to dig out a little, you know, Shawshank himself out of there. Yeah. He opens, it's a total Shawshank. Yeah, it's a Shawshank, and he's pretty good at it. And he, uh, he he pokes a little hole and realizes, so he can see the outside world. And he's like, all right, if I keep this up, I can be out of here in a month. Like, all right, I've made good ground. Yes. And then right when he thinks that um, more Valium gas enters the room, he wakes up. In a box on a rooftop. Yeah, okay, so I really had a choppy time. 
with this. So I'm glad you're actually kind of Okay. There was What did you miss? What I miss was the hypnotist. Oh, yes, there was also a hypnotist in the room. That was a big I missed that. You mi- I, I I I saw here's the thing. I saw these things happening, but because I kept having to refresh and like go to a different criterion right. website. <laughs> um I gotta just consolidate. I, I just kinda got lost. Like there was just so many breakups for me, like with my connection and stuff that yeah. it just was like it, it was a little bit choppy. Sure. And I knew like all right, it's the beginning of the movie. Like, I'm sure, like, I can catch up with whatever. But the part that retroactively I realized I miss, and later they explain, was like, that lady was hypnotizing That lady him. was hypnotizing. Yes. You, you do get that at the beginning of the movie. This is right before um, he is released that we see this woman hypnotizing him. Yes. And I wasn't sure. I was like, is this a hallucination, this woman? No, no. This so is a real person. He's knocked he's out. he's really being hypnotized. Yeah, he's knocked out. She comes in and hypnotizes him. We kind of just see the beginning of the hypnotherapy session. I also got my lunch delivered around this time. Okay. And I did pause and I was like, oh, I'll just eat when I'm watching the movie. But I had a feeling like, I think this movie's about to get gross. <laughs> so I did stop and ate. Smart. Um, which I'm glad I did because the next thing was he's out yeah. and he wanders into this Japanese restaurant. Well, no, he's out. He's on the rooftop. He's on the rooftop. And he, and he sees, uh, and that's where the scene starts. There's this man on the rooftop who is holding his little white dog and he's about to commit suicide. Is it Woojin at this point? No. Who's the guy with the it's dog? Just, it's just a random dude. Oh. It's just some random dude with the dog. Um, Sorry, everyone. I guess I didn't watch the first twenty minutes of this movie. <laughs> yeah, and he stop. He like grabs him by the necktie, which is like how he finds out he's super strong. Uh, the training mm, has worked a little yes. bit. Like he he's able to hold this guy up by the necktie, and he's like, "Don't do it." And tells him his whole. He's like, "Well, let me tell you my story." Yeah, Desu says this. Yes, and uh, you know, we he tells him his story, and then uh, the guy who's about to commit suicide is like, "Let me." tell you my story uh and he's like nope bye and leaves the building and uh as daisy is walking out of this building that's when we see uh this guy and his poor little white doggy uh yeah that was kind crash of on, a little bit much with the crash dog. on the car and then we we also get that line the, the guy who is about to kill himself says the line um although i'm no better than a beast don't i deserve to live too hmm. which wujin thinks to himself as he leaves and also the the um also, we hear the quote as a guy crashes onto a car. Got it. And Desu is leaving. That's when I we do hear remember. The, okay. uh, laugh and the world laughs with you. Weep and you weep alone. Yes. As he is walking out. Were you good? You got it? Yes, I'm here. I'm All here. All right. So he's walking around. And, and then I pause and then I had an avocado toast. Okay. Unironically. And then uh-huh. I repause and I play, I should say. And he's in a Japanese restaurant. Yes, so he's walking around and he's thinking, you know, what should I do? And uh, he also gets into a fight with a bunch of uh, yous. Yeah, that's right. He gets attacked and then we see him beat someone up for the first, like, beat a couple people up for the first time. And we're like, oh, that's shadow boxing. He went to, like, the what? Batman school of, like, isolation. Yeah. Training. No, it, it's it's very. Bloodthirsty. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Like, we see him. Rajah Ghoul. We see uh, someone gives him a cell phone, too. Yes. Uh, and uh, I forgot what it says. He, okay. I, I only know this because they, here. thank God, they like do it at the end of the movie and they walk us through the scene. I think he goes to the rest. No, he gets the phone. He says something in the phone. Oh, God. See, I, I will say, 
even with the choppiness aside, I really kind of struggled with keeping up with what was happening really until the end of the movie when Wu Jin kind of explains everything that we just saw. I mean, yeah, it, it is one of those movies. Which I will say, I did not have that problem with Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, and I it's a problem I don't really identify as having, but I will say, this movie I did find to be confusing, and I'm willing to say that's my fault, um, just given the yeah. circumstance I watched it under, you know, I could have done a better job of, like, making it, like, a sit-down, complete experience. Um... But this, I mean, I think the nature of the movie is that it is confusing. I mean, you're I not think, supposed to know everything that's going on. And, certainly. Yeah. I I think my, what I'm suggesting is like the confusion is the intention. Yes. Like leave the audience a little bit a beat behind everything. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, wait a second now, huh? Because so yeah. many things happen that just so, it's like, I mean, we're getting into it, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, why does this girl give a fuck about whether or not this guy lives or dies? Right. And later we find out, like, this is all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. But in the in the time being, it is a little bit like, okay, wait, I'm sorry. Can we just stop and... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, what a, the fuck? Yeah. It, I mean, recounting movies beat by beat is always... Uh, it's not as easy as it looks. I up. just saw this movie, though, two days ago. Like, I should have be a little bit better about, <laughs> no, like, retaining this info. You know, there... But there, even there, as I was watching it, I knew, I was like, I, I'm a little bit confused by this. Well, there's... there After the prison, there's a lot of, like, okay, we have to catch up, get this guy, like, show that this guy's skills in solitary confinement yes. work so that he beats up... Uh, all those like thugs and you're like, holy shit. Okay. So the shadow boxing is real. This guy is now a legit, uh, threat to society, yeah. I guess. Uh, and not someone to be, uh, messed with. Cause right. otherwise you're like the last time you saw him, he was just, just some a, guy, some guy, some drunk, drunk and blubbering. Yeah. And blubbering. And then he's been in prison. So you don't really, it's not a super, and, like maybe crazy. Cause that's the other thing too. I had a lot he's of, got, moments, I mean, yeah, there, I had a lot of moments in the movie where I'm like, oh, is this, like, his hallucination? Like, there was a few times that I was right. a little, He's like... He's not the most reliable narrator, so it's a little... Yeah. Which, And then know. it's like, am I confused, or is that part of the design? Right. Because I also did just see Bo is Afraid. Oh. Which is another one of those movies that I spent a really long time thinking, like, so, real? Like, wait, are we literally, or is this, like, a... Sure. Yeah. There... Yeah, I mean... I'm just yeah. like two for two on movies this week that kind of like purposefully challenge your sense of direction. What is real? Yeah, I mean, and it doesn't help that this guy. But at least Old up. Boy is fucking two hours long and not Bo is Afraid, which is a seven and a half hour long dirge with an intermission. Uh, All right. Well, he beats up these thugs. Yes. After that, a homeless man gives him a, a phone and a wallet. Yes, because I was like, yeah. why the fuck is this happening? But then, yes. of course, later we find out. Uh, he, he gets a yeah, some uh, wallet. He gets some cash. And then he he's walking around and he uh, decides to go to a sushi bar. He wants to eat. Yes. And this is where he meets me do. Yes. Um, who is a sushi chef at the time. And uh, one of the craziest things that happens no i can't even say that but it is a wild thing that happens He's no like, and this is where i was like mm, i think this movie's about to get gross let me eat real quick and then and come that back was a wise and deci- i was so and that was smart. a wise decision because he says to me she asked what he wants and he says he wants to eat something that's alive and uh she gives him a live octopus which he bites the head off and then uh, chomps down on as the tentacles are still moving and like grabbing his face and then i find out it was a real octopus. He ate four of them alive. That was real. That, that was, was real. real. That was real. Take that, Jared Leto. 
Did you also see the uh, thing where um, that actor is actually like a practicing Buddhist? So he he did a little prayer thanking oh, the octopus yeah. for its life. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That's all four of hey, them. Hey, do you think you could eat an octopus live like that? Absolutely not. Me I neither. I don't want... Even in the traditional serving of it, which is actually like you're supposed to cut it with a knife and eat sure. it like a human being. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I mean, I've I don't eaten, know if I I've do eaten it. an octopus. I like octopus. I like octopus, yeah. Uh uh, I don't want anything squirming in my mouth. Yeah, I don't know if I could get over the texture of it. Like, I can the, eat the, a muscle or an oyster because it's, I, it's yeah. small. You know, it's not a big... I have a big texture thing while I'm eating, too. So the sliminess would bother me. I can't... I don't do oysters or mussels. But or... when a tentacle is cooked and it's like, yeah, it's got that chewy... Yeah, yeah it's like got that it's, nice char. It's when it's nice. done well, it's nice. But, yeah. ooh. And the Raw head, like I, I have a hard time eating. Because he the, put that whole head in his mouth. mouth. I mean, and, he the, and, there, really... and there's some splatter that's going to go on after that. Oh, you know, brains. it's kind of like a grape and you bite into one and it like yeah. hits the back of your throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except it's like it's, a cherry it's tomato. Juice. Yeah, it's Troy Mincy, the actor who plays Daisu, yeah. who had to do this. You, uh, I hope. I mean, God bless. Yeah. What 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 a commitment. What to the a role. commitment. Uh, yeah. That would be really hard for me. That to octopus do. is rough, and you were right to uh, to not eat during that scene. Right, and that's. I mean, it's it's so funny because the movie gets gnarlier from there. Yeah, but that um, visually is probably like the grossest thing. And then in the process of eating the octopus, he faints. Yes. And we learn... Well, he gets a call. He gets a call on the cell phone. Oh yes. And then the call says, uh, a grain of sand and a rock both sink in water at the same speed. And then he passes out. Uh, Midu also says Desu looked familiar to her for some They were both like, I recognize you. Yeah. And they, they couldn't put it together. But then he, he said uh, octopus. He passes out. Um, yeah, they also do explain, like, Desu in his um, isolation, like, aged, like, twice as much as a man his yeah. age should. Yeah. Because, like, he does look weathered. He looks oh, yeah. much older probably than he actually is. Yeah, I mean, he's been through isolations now. Uh, not, yeah. not good on the part. And imprisonment and getting fed, like, the same fried dumplings every day. Yeah. Uh, probably not great for your health. No. Um, and I'm sure that shows on his face. Uh, he but hasn't had that sun in his eye. He hasn't. He, he hasn't. Uh, Sarah's a proponent of uh, gotta get that staring at the sun for some reason. You we don't, don't stare at it with your open eyes. Just like close your eyes and get your face into the sunlight because it's important that your sun, that your eyes get sun in it. Okay. It is an evolutionary I, I trait. Don't, I don't want to like My, promote I saw, that on this podcast. I saw a very compelling TikTok, Bridget. You don't understand? Okay. It's all facts on there, you Look, know. We're not going to officially That's promote science. that on That's the science. podcast, but this is what Sarah believes. So, TikTok. you know, it's her vehicle. Dot gov. Dot gov. Science. <laughs> criterion collection. It was part of the criterion EU. to get that that Dot uh, io. Uh, dot yes. One, two, three. Um, yeah, no, anyway. <laughs> he's sick is what we learn. Desu's sick. Desu's sick. Uh, Midu has taken pity on him and decided to take this man in, which is... Um, which a uh, decision that plays out later, but uh, at uh, the time I was uh, like, and for what fucking and I, reason? And this is crazy. At the time, because exactly what you would think would happen in that scenario happens, where he there he's in her he wakes up in her apartment after yeah. she's helped him, and she he tries to assault her. Yeah, which okay. also has like a which again we this all pays off well. Like it's yeah. a good movie; it's not insane. But he tries to assault her. And I was so uncomfortable in this moment. Also, like, I kind of caught on at this point that this is who she was. 
in the grand scheme of the movie. Yeah. And all that. But she says uh, after the assault, like, look, we're going to do this thing. We're going to have sex. But when yeah, I'm like, ready. Yeah, like you're here because I like you. Right. And uh, we're going to do this, but we're going to do it on my time. And even though like when it happens, I might scream and fight you. Uh, yeah, that's Let it go. And I didn't. I don't like that one bit. Uh, you know, I guess I understand having like a fantasy and you want to role play. Sure. I also couldn't tell if it was maybe her first time. So there was a little bit of pain associated with it, perhaps. Uh, First of all, let me just say, if a man was attacking me while I was sitting on the toilet, I would not be hitting him with the blunt end of the knife. No. Because she did have that knife and was beating him with the back of the knife. Not the blunt end. Yeah. No, I think as soon as he walked in the door, I'd be up and, and he would be stabbed to death. Again, this all pays off later. But Again, they, yes. But these are all kind of contributing factors of this movie where you're like, something is so... Like, what? This is so, so strange weird. here. Like, why the And fuck? why are these characters behaving like this? And yes. uh, the payoff is really great. Like, it, it, recap Everything, it, they, they, they make it worthwhile, but in the time of re- watching yeah, the movie, it, it, it is adds like, to Jesus some confusion Christ. and some, like, these characters are acting so strange and you don't really think... Honestly, and recapping it is is like this is good because yeah, as we were talking, your notes being like, I wouldn't make that decision or any of that. that. It all pays off so well because while you're sitting there watching, I forgot that I was thinking like, oh, why? Weird. I I kind of chalked it up to like early aughts uh, strangeness. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I know I think if I didn't know the ending of this movie, yeah. there maybe is a part of me that says like I would have maybe turned it off at a certain point because it's just like almost. Yeah annoying how like this doesn't make any sense at all and i will i don't want to like get too into this because i mean you know but this movie about mm, i would say three quarters of the way through i just developed a sense of like okay so anytime a woman is on screen I can go ahead and assume she is about to be assaulted and or degraded in some way shape or form yeah um Sympathy from that made me look back at Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. These are great movies. The women in these movies are plot, plot devices. devices. They yeah. are props. Yeah. They serve only to advance what the men are doing in these movies. Yeah. Which, all right. Okay. It's a movie about these guys. It's not right. really the women's stories, you know, so be it. But this movie really kind of tested like how sure. far can I give Park Chan-wook, like, I, all right, you know, it's a different time, and the movie is that nature, blah, 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 but at a certain level, it's well, like, here to, at the, Poor Midu is, like, stripped and tied up, like, malt, like it's like, yeah. oh, god yeah, I've damn, heard, yeah. how many more shit it's is she like, gonna there, go there's, through? There's, yeah, more stuff than necessary. That that scene in the beginning, um, though using the word payoff, because it, it's not satisfying, but, the, mm-hmm. but kind of explains itself, there's other stuff that happens, throughout the movie that I'm like, oh, you're really just using her, um, yeah, her body as a device. In yeah, like, movie. she's not even a character. It's more her presence serves to, uh, yeah, like, it's just, like, I mean, what's the sexy lamp test of a female character? It's like. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and but, again, it didn't, knowing the ending of the movie and knowing what I did know, I was right. like, all right, well, I get it. That's kind of like the world that we're in. But again, if I didn't know, I, I maybe I'm, I'm realizing this now mm-hmm. trying to 
I, it would be unimaginable to watch this movie without knowing what happens in the end. And I do think there would be part of me that maybe I'd be like, fuck this. Yeah, looking back on it, there there are things that happened that aren't great, but then ex- kind of explain themselves. Well, just looking ahead, specifically the part of the movie that I was like, all right, you guys, come on, is when he ties Midu up and then leaves the apartment because he thinks mm. he's found the other guy in the other apartment. And then right. on the phone, he's like, and you left that door open and unlocked. It's like, oh, all right. Yeah, that that's what I was thinking You're about, too. You're kidding that me. That part is unnecessary. This, Yeah, and honestly. And what what is the thing? You're not even going to shut the door behind you or lock the door and you yeah, have this you, woman tied. Like, even. Truly careless. Don't uh, you? Like, what if someone were to see that and then call the police and you're caught? Like, there's so many, so many logical leaps that happen in this movie that, like, you really either have to know what's coming in the end or you have to have all the faith in the world that this movie will explain itself at the end. Well, I think so cuz there I I do think it works like that because again there it's strange. Those scenes are very strange. It's and the so, world itself is the, also the stylized. The, yeah, I mean, what, it's almost science fiction. What happened to him like just disappearing, waking up in this prison, being held there for 15 years. Yeah, you years do have to say yes to a lot of things. Is insane and then the like you have that weird lynchian almost uh octopus diner scene where then he like gets a phone call and passes out. And then they behave very so like at this there is some suspension of disbelief like this is a weird world things are happening that aren't making sense yeah there I I think you do get that going into the movie blind that like we're looking at a story through some sort of unreliable lens for one yeah. reason or another I do think I'd be watching this movie thinking all right would, this this better like it, I someone yeah. better explain what I'm looking which to their credit they do they do and yeah there there are some things where I'm like there there are things that happen like leaving her tied up in the that apartment and that then I'm like that was just unnecessary for the plot to move forward that didn't add anything you just uh it added some pain but there's also yeah like, I guess kind of the threat of, of like everyone I think it's around that time it's like well every woman you love right will needs, suffer yeah and and that like, do, there, there and is, he loves her like what the hell there is an unnecessary part of the violence towards her certainly like some of it gets explained in drives the plot forward some of it was like we didn't need this to see this it's a, yeah again knowing the ending actually kind of helped me watch this movie because it I, I, I was like, well, I know we're getting there and I understand that this is kind of the thing, but I yeah. definitely like, if, if you're watching this movie blind, it's like, okay, this is it's, so fucking strange. It's much harder to watch if you go in blind. So I'm sure. strange. Um, but yeah, so we, so we, Sorry, I didn't fun. mean to, you know, get no, into no, no, it's that. a, it's a, it's a point worth making, but, uh, they're hanging out in the apartment. They agree. They'll, Fuck at some point. Uh, fuck at some point, but uh, not right ben now. Ben decided. Uh, so they start kind of learning each other's stories, but uh, don't really want to talk about it much. One day, Desu sees me do uh, talking on the internet to someone, video yeah. chatting with someone, a 2003 version of video chatting. Yes. And uh, he immediately, like, doesn't trust her, like, thinks something's up. So yes. he kind of, like... Well, he rightfully, I think he has a line where it's like, and why would you want to help me? Right, And, yeah. you know, like, living alone, I can't trust anybody. Which, like, to be fair, like, he is correct. He is correct. He got kidnapped off the street and in prison for 15 years. He yeah. shouldn't trust anyone. Even, like, not trusting her, like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, That's, absolutely. like, the most logical thing I've heard any character say in this movie <laughs> so up far. until this point is, like, yeah, you actually shouldn't be trusting anybody. Yeah, so that kind of puts their, like, growing together on ice. And he kind yeah. of, uh, he's like, no, I'm just, I'm going to work on finding my captor. And every day in this prison, they say they fed him the same fried dumplings over and over again. He saw a receipt one day 
day uh, and saw the name Blue Dragon on it. So he starts looking up and trying to go to every Chinese restaurant with Blue Dragon in the name in the area um, and orders these fried dumplings to try to like match the place to the taste of the fried dumplings. Yum. He does eventually get there and he follows a delivery boy to the prison that he was held at. Which this actually kind of surprised it's a me. Good plan. I, I did not. It's a good plan. It's a good plan. I just didn't realize, oh, wow, he's going to go back to that. Like, I, I don't know. I thought that'd be like a bigger reveal later. Yeah. But it is kind of satisfying. Like, no, it, it. It happens quick, which was a surprise to me. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, we're already back. Kind of refreshing, like, though. I kind of like when a movie's I know, like, I we're like, going to do this thing, and then it does. It, it doesn't drag along at any point. It, Again, it gets, two hours. Clips, it gets to things clips. a lot faster than I expect things to get except for the yeah. one logical piece of information that right need. that we need but painstakingly takes but, forever but, it but does, the plot it, moves but the plot moves he's and he's a i i mean maybe i'd feel differently about eating fried dumplings every day for 15 years but he's uh really upset about it and i'm like that they all oh, look great nice. i mean i will say i did take a little world i did take a little note knowing that that's his daughter yeah uh they do this thing first of all the transitions in these in this movie, I thought were so brilliant. Yeah. At one point, like a train passes and like the passing of the train is like a swipe to the new scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. kind of like the the scene transition in movies, I think really we've just kind of stopped doing anything creative with that. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I thought your man was back. I was like, oh God. Oh no, not him. No. Uh, they're back. We're in a place and background stuff is happening. Anyway. That's okay. Um, yeah, the game is on. Hello. Uh uh, so when they're crossing off, they do this cool transition where she has a pen in her mouth and takes the cap off. Like when you keep the cap in your mouth yeah. and you just rip the pen out. Yeah. And she crosses out and then it transitions directly to his hand crossing something out. And then he puts the pen cap back into his mouth. Uh, full circle. And it's like, Satisfying. Oh, they both do that. Yeah. The little, that's a very specific ticks. way. And it's like, cause they're yeah, the little ticks. There's a lot going through this movie. It, it's I thought I was it. like Ooh. for all the confusion when you're watching and you're like, what is going on? It's they all, do explain. It, it's all so well crafted. Yeah, um, that it makes the ending hit very hard. But anyway, he finds these dumplings. He follows a delivery boy back to the prison. He meets uh, Mr. Park, who is like the guard of this prison. Yes, and, and this whole section of the movie is where I thought. I could totally see where they wanted to make an American version of this movie. Oh, yeah. To make this scene right here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he walks in. Oh, this was the part that was hard for me. He has a, he's armed with a claw hammer. Oh, and yeah. And he threatens Mr. Park to like let him in the prison by pulling out with the claw end of the hammer 15 of his teeth. This is where I had both of my hands covering my face. Oh, the teeth. Teeth all, stuff. All of the teeth. Every the teeth scene stuff. where the teeth were being Ooh. ripped out, I was not looking teeth at Teeth stuff is hard to watch. Can't do it. Oh, God. Dental torture yeah. is is really... Ooh, yeah, yeah, I did I, not. I, I, I couldn't look at this. I did watch that through my hands. Like, yeah. I that was that was tough. But uh, then we get in the scene where he kind of breaks into a prison, into the prison hallway. And, and just ev- goes like Jason Bourne on their ass. A, like, that fight scene was Stunning. nuts. 
I this is where I want to talk about the violence in the movie because this fight scene specifically, I loved so much how yeah. they did this and yeah. why it's 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 different than American fight scenes because the fight is like chaotic and sloppy. It's true choreography. It's true choreography. And it feels, uh, I mean, obviously in a movie that everything's a little disorientating yeah. and uh, like sci-fi almost. This fight scene plays so realistically of like. Yeah, there's I, a I group think it's of really ahead of its time, too, because I think, like, at least for Western films, they've kind of clued in the last few years, like, no, we kind of want to see, like, let's have it play out. We want to see, you know. We want to see what's, it's, it's, uh, I we mean, clearly. want to see, clearly, like, this skirmish, this dogfight, like, it's not Clearly pretty. David Leach, like, has taken a lot from this fight scene. Yeah. It's, like, the wide tracking shot of all of it. The um, him going through the hallway and having these fights of, like, one on 15, where, like, realistically, um. That person is going to get hurt, and that's going to change the way they fight. As yeah. people get hurt, yeah. he's stabbed in the back. He's taken... I mean, it's one on 15. He doesn't get out of there easily. No. I mean, he's kicking ass and taking names, but, you know, they get... Not, not without a struggle. Not without a struggle. I like that it's not just, like, everybody fighting. He turns around, new person, turns around, new yes. person. It's a... Uh, and then even sometimes people will fall down, but then they get back up. And they show them getting up slowly, I feel like. Yeah, it's not like some fight scenes play out like a video game where once a character's on the ground, like they're done. Health bar goes back up and like pops back up. I felt like this was more true to like, no, there'd still be a fight. He's not killing them. This fight is beautifully shot. It's cool. Like it it looks. Oh, how they did. It looks cool, but there's also. Like the utilization of like the fourth wall. Yeah. Like we're we are we are we're tracking the fight down the this. hallway. Yeah, yeah, it's done so well. It's super cool, but there's something like so. There's also like a sloppy, realistic, raw, very raw fighting, um, which is it, it's such a good scene, and I really love the way. That's one when I was saying that I want to talk about the violence in this movie. It was that scene, and also the fight scene that he had, like the actual fist to fist fighting, is done so so well, and yes. you see its influence. Throughout, like some of the raw, um, some of the raw mo- like action movies you see today, like where fight scenes feel yeah. uh, super visceral and super long, and you feel exhausted, like you feel the pain of them. Yeah, um, I think that comes a lot from people taking inspiration from this movie and this fight Definitely. scene. Definitely, and this movie across the board, it's not afraid to get ugly. No, and I think with these fights, especially, it's like no, no, no. This is how brutal this fight life yeah. is. No, We're it doesn't. It does cop out. No, like, this like is people wrong. are bleeding. People are they're like scrambling to try to get up with their last breath, and yeah. like ribs are broken, lungs yeah. are collapsed. Like to talk about the Fast and Furious, you know, we joke like, no, they have concussions. And yeah, no, 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 no. And these characters are yeah. fucked up and for real. Okay, so he, like, barely gets out of that building. He has a knife in his back. He's... I did think it was well-earned that that shot of him getting on the elevator and then it cuts and you see there's a bunch of, like, goons in the elevator. And then we cut again and we see him leaving the elevator and all those goons fall over. Yeah. I thought that was a little bit, like, Captain America-y. Like, that's the kind of shit you'd see in a Marvel right. movie today. But I was like, you know what? Well-earned, well-deserved. It, it wasn't necessarily, like, a laugh per se, but it right. was, like... You know, we just watched this guy beat the shit out of, like, this whole hallway. Right, He's yeah. gonna take care of it. I I thought that was, like, a nice way to end this, like, section of, like, pure violence in the yeah. movie. Uh, but, yeah. I did write down, what a fucked up world these people live in. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. And, okay, so he stumbles out of the street, knife into his back. He's, like, collapsing. Some, um, a, a man passing by, like, catches him and puts him in a cab. 
Um, and Dude, this, this is creepy. And this is this crazy. Is and the guy who puts him in the cab gives him Medu's address. Yeah. And that's how he realizes. Is is that what he says? Like, I'm an expert. Like, Desu, like, I'm an expert in all things Odesu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this is Wujin. This is who we know is going to be like. Yeah. So that's one. how he finds out that's his, the man who helped him into his cab, who caught yeah. him on the street, bloody after like millions of, not millions, but like a, a Basically lot. Basically millions. The the people on the street are passing him, and one man catches him and, and puts him in this cab. Yeah, and that was really like and nice that was, and creepy. Like, and ooh. that was so creepy. Oh, when he gives her his address nuts so that was his captor yeah and that was also kind of like oh we're doing this like, yeah another moment of another oh, moment so of like, we're talking oh, about we found, it and now it's here yeah we found the prison we know like he has interacted with his captor yep um and so he's back at Midu's home she's nursing him back to health uh and they're like we we uh yeah we know who this guy is we can find out um is this when he ties her up and then, like, runs to the other apartment. Is this what we're talking about? Uh, no, this is a little later. Okay. Um, this is, uh, he comes back to the apartment. He recognizes a voice with who Midu was talking to. Yes. And is able to put two and two together. Midu says, um, he refers to himself as Evergreen, which becomes a hint as to the identity of this person for, yeah. um, Midu. And this is when they go see his old friend who, um, Wu, uh, Juwan. Yes. Um, who owns this internet cafe. Yes. Uh, this was a man who got him out of the drunk tank in the beginning of the movie. They're still friends. He goes, visits his old friends with me do, um, to help him, uh, locate this captor and, uh, ask him if he knows any clues and starts working on. Yeah. And I think we learn at this point too, that like they went to school together, at least like in the Google search of evergreens, like, right. Uh, well, they find out evergreen is a hint. Um, evergreen's a hint that was what the their high school mascot was was a evergreen pine there we go uh, and so they start so they kind of figure out that that's uh it was someone they went to high school with yeah they track down from me talking to this guy online they track down his user id his name is evergreen um the two of them kind of put together that uh oh and evergreen does tell them uh congrats on being acquitted of your wife's murder case mm, the charges yeah, have been dropped yeah uh, so they they're like this is this is the guy we got her, um, yeah. And then they uh, they realize that he is chatting from the building across the street from Midu's apartment. That's when he leaves. That's when he yeah, rushes off. In- and, I was yeah. missing the internet cafe. I couldn't I couldn't remember like when that happened in the order, but that is yes, 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 yes. Because yes. Mr. Parksman come back. Mr. Parksman comes back. Uh, they assault Midu, who was left in the apartment. Who is a, a prop. Who is a prop. Yeah, he, he leaves her in the apartment to go find Mr. Park uh-huh. tied up because he still doesn't quite trust her. Um, and, uh, yeah, while he's out across the street, um. Mr. Park's goons. Yeah. Are waiting for him in his apartment. Yeah. Um. And this is when he was also an important discovery that, uh, Wu Jin um says that if he tries to use torture again he has planted a pacemaker yes in, in Desu's heart uh no and, he has Wujin got a pacemaker put in his heart and he right. asked the doctors can you give me like a remote so i can stop right. my own heart yes so, so it's like yeah. you can torture me but i'll just fucking kill, kill myself, myself. Yeah. and then you want any information and no way of knowing anything yeah. so which by the way 
genius. I wrote like my final note that I took down was Wujin is just fucking evil, man. He is yeah. so evil. He's like dark. evil, evil, it's evil. A- that is so evil to be like, yeah, well, if you try to torture me even a little bit, I'll just fucking die. Right. Yeah. Like he cares more about Desu suffering well, than yeah. he cares about I mean, anything. Like he lives for Desu's. I mean, it's it's kind of a undoing. Over, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's where the vengeance comes in. He just like lives. Yeah. And and the final point is put on at the end, which we'll get to, but like yeah, this man has pure vengeance. It is just yeah, uh an angry ball of sad and weird. Although I did um, think uh, that actor was like kind of cute, Wujin. Oh yeah, a little bit. I yeah, know. I mean, I, know he, I didn't like, like that he was so handsome. He's got the tall thing going on, which I'm he's really tall, not like. He's well coiffed when he's getting dressed. He's kind of ripped. Like, oh, he kind of kind of has like, a tramp stamp, which was very strange. You know, he's kind of hot in like the fucked up like Patrick Bateman kind of way, where it's like, you know what? Obviously, you're a disturbing, sick individual. Yeah. But if I just saw you on the street, I'd be like, wow, what a well dressed man. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, actually, like you're taking care of yourself very nicely. I kind of like that. Yeah. Kind of cute. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, but, but gross, man. Uh, oh, disgusting. But awful, Evil, man. fucking um, cruel, sick son of a bitch. But yeah, he, he races over. Uh, Desu races over. He finds Mr. Park and his thugs have attacked me, do. Um, and then Mr. Park is about to pull Desu's teeth, though. And my eyes were shut tight during all and of this. And I was like, absolutely not. But then um, Wujin's partner comes in and tells Mr. Park to leave. Yeah. Because they want Desu. Yeah. Not Mr. Park. And uh, Desu threatens to cut off Mr. Park's hand, which comes back yeah. later. But uh, Desu and Midu leave the apartment. They hit the road. They, they're... Like, fuck this. We gotta they're off. go. Which, uh, then they're in a hotel room, and uh, that's... Which, when... I just want to... Uh, maybe Korean hotels really do all look the same. Mm-hmm. Oh, Let's add to the confusion by making this hotel room look identical yeah. to the hotel room he was trapped in for all those years. I don't know. I was like, dude, yeah. if I were him, I'd be like, can we not see? Can we not? The minute <laughs> I see the minute I see red wallpaper, can we just I'm like, out of go there. Somewhere yeah, somewhere else, else please? Um, but yeah, they get into this hotel. They immediately start like this sexual relationship. Yeah, that's when she says she's ready, and we get a, a sex scene. Which, uh, knowing the twist. I oh brother was yeah. Um, also, uh, Chanwick Park has a way of shooting sex scenes that make them that are like too graphic that are like I do not find sexy at all. Yeah, you I know, mean, you're not it's really supposed to. Fi- I don't know if you're supposed to find the sexy. That's sexy. it. It's something actually that I noticed the Sopranos do really well because yeah. as I was watching that show, I'm like, this is HBO. Like, actually, for an HBO prestige drama, they are pretty modest and chaste on the Sopranos. Yeah. But when what I appreciate about the sex scenes in The Sopranos is yeah. that it looked like real sex. Yeah. So like the guys are still wearing undershirts. The women, you know, sometimes they're like half dressed, and it doesn't look sexy. It looks yeah. like how real sex probably looks like from the outside, which is like not that attractive. It is skin on skin. Yeah. It's sweaty. It's sometimes painful. A little uncomfortable. Um, I do kind of appreciate when it's not like, you know, oh, the romantic soft lighting, yeah. dim lighting, all the right angles, you know, the no, it's, whispering yeah. and the huffing. It's like, no, this is what – they're fucking. Yeah. It's, they're not making love. They are fucking. Yeah, and it's not pretty. It's not – it's uh, – yeah. But, it is a means to an end. 
But they are there, you know, cuddling and seem very happy with, uh, you know, everything. And then they because look- again, it's kind of pretty determined that they love each other in this way. That they like, yeah, there, there's a strong connection. They care about the each two. other emotionally, mentally, and they also want to fuck. Yes. Um. So they in the hotel, they look over and they notice there's a package at the hotel that because unbeknownst to them, they got that good Valium gas. They got that good Valium gas. And then at people some point. came in and dropped off this gift. And they open this gift and uh it's a hand it's mr park's severed hand yeah um which han must have cut mr han must have cut off uh at some point in the apartment when he went to save desu and that's when they realized uh desu is probably bugged uh because he heard the yeah. threat to cut off the hand yeah and that's when he's like I-, I found this part of the movie very satisfying yeah when they and they go and they find the bug in his shoe yep um so and this whole kind of like because now we kind of enter like again i was jason Bourne. i keep going back to but like i thought very bornish to like go through the mall yeah you know like we got to get rid of this like talking it through and you know this was like kind of the adventure part of the movie well there was some detective work here yeah very very much so um but yeah so and then more detective work so they um they're talking more about you know high school and who i was gonna say when did we get that call this is when we get the call. So after the shop, uh, they're they're doing more work trying to find out who this person is, who like Mr. Han is and yeah. Wu Jin is. And so that's when he calls Ju Huan. So I do think it is Ju Huan is going through the yearbook and um, mentions Wu Jin's sister who attended the school at the same time as he did. Yes, because um, like her, her face isn't in the yearbook. Her face isn't in the yearbook. It's, it's been, like cr- purposefully taken out because she... She's she died. Yeah, killed she herself. Died. I think they know they kill her. She, she killed knows. Herself. Yes, and she also. Uh, and then that's when uh, Ju Wan reminds, like, "Oh yeah, his sister." It's like uh, total slut. Total slut. Like just starts bad mouthing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just really had a bad reputation. Had a promiscuous reputation. Yep. Uh, calls her slut like several times, and then uh, Wu Jin. Wu Jin is using the computer across which. Uh, yeah, so Wujin is overhearing this because he's, he's at the fine. internet cafe. He's, he's, he's no doubt stalking Juwan. He's yeah, no he's, doubt there right. on purpose. Uh, well, he can no longer hear him, so he's at the internet cafe. Right. Like, stalk- yeah. Um, I will say this part of the movie, I was like, okay, Wujin, go off. First of all, breaking yeah. the CD and killing the man with the CD-ROM, I thought yeah. that was actually kind of fucking cool. Yeah. Also, yeah, dude, you're talking about a teenage girl who died when she was like 16 or 17. Yeah, you're, like, you're being like, yeah, what a skank. Yeah, honestly, I- yeah. Juwan can die. Wujin- Free death. You can have him. He Free can death, die. But also, yeah, that is fucking awful. You're talking about some high school girl who killed herself. Yeah, and you're like a 30-something-year-old man. Like, I should have gotten a piece of the action before she offed herself. It's like, listen to yourself. Yeah, that was gross. Again, um, women in this in this Vengeance trilogy, they are there. They yeah. are bodies. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, so he goes there. We then confirm. We're like, oh, because... Um, Desu is on the phone and we're yeah. like, well, clearly. And Wujin talks to Desu is like, listen yeah, and he, and he hears uh, this person, Wujin, killing uh, Ju Huan. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're like, well, clearly it has something to do with his sister. So like, let's try to remember what had happened. Uh, do we enter a flashback here? And then we enter this flashback. Which uh, right out of the gate, I thought the flashback footage looked like vintage film. Yes. Because it, kind of look like a color film strip that had faded with time. I don't yeah. know how they achieved that effect, but I thought it was very effective. I and mean, I was they like, shot on film. 
I think I'm pretty. Yeah, maybe they maybe they like hand did the film yeah. strip to make this look. But I really was great. like, this really does look like old film that they found. It looks great. It looks dreamy, and we see so these this brother and sister. Um, it's Wu Jin and his sister hanging out after school, and they kind of have a. She she's just like taking notes and drawing, and I think she was a little bit of an outcast, is what we see. Yeah. And uh, they're just hanging out, and uh, they're running around. He's he's a photographer, or you know, amateur photographer. So they're running around the school, taking pictures of each other, and they enter this classroom. And uh, there's this uh, things get a little intimate between the brother and sister. Is a little creepy. Is uh, there's this incest that goes on. Some yes. light. Uh, they don't have sex but uh you know they they do enough they do enough they do enough and for I a brother and sister they do they enough. do too much enough. um and desu yeah. is uh, most critically we we are seeing this because desu is over seeing this and then we find out yeah in the classroom we see in the window that desu had seen this he goes and talks to his friend i guess he's leaving for school in yeah. seoul and uh he's just like working over was the, the friend summer. not juwan in that the scene? friend is juwan. okay i thought so yeah. and uh, I guess he he tell he doesn't know who these two people are. He didn't know they were brother and sister, but he tells Juan that uh, he saw this and he was like, "Oh!" And Juan knew who they were, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, there are rumors about this brother and sister being a little too close." And uh, Juan goes and spreads these rumors. Yeah, I'm sorry, sp- Juan, you had to die, dude. You also, had to die. This is not. I mean, Desu didn't know. He was just like, "I saw some." Ma-. He's just a teenage boy. He I have thought a lot he saw to some- say about. The, where the blame goes, because I yeah. yeah, there's a lot to say about that, but we're we're getting there, so we'll just continue. We'll, we'll save it. Yeah, this is a yeah, but uh, yeah. So we found that basically this rumor started, and then the sister got uh, I guess I don't know the right psychosomatically I, pregnant. Well, she also had to switch schools. She had to switch schools. She got bullied. Rumors got around. Yeah, um, everyone's calling her slut. She um. Had a hysterical pregnancy? Had a hysterical pregnancy, thought she got pregnant. And uh, we see this was a flashback scene of the sister over a dam about to jump off. It's very reminiscent of, uh, and uh, Wu Jin tries to stop her. He's holding on to her. Like, Is that, have we seen that yet or is that at the end? Ed? No, that's it. Uh, oh, I guess that's at the end when we see yeah. you know, what happened in the date that the photograph because was taken. I was going to say, when do we see that photo of her on the... It, it's towards the end of 20s in his apartment but okay um yeah this uh, we know the sister had killed herself and it's yes. it's become clear that it's from these rumors that were started between desu and uh wujin so uh, yeah i think we could just let's get to the let, let's get let's, to the, let's get to the fucking yeah uh so potatoes. yeah so desu goes tracks down wujin in his apartment penthouse penthouse apartment very how'd you nice like apartment. the uh freestanding shower in the living room okay cool but impractical. I don't think I would actually want <laughs> That's that. That's it. I, That's it. I, I, in a hotel, maybe. Not in my apartment. As a novel, yeah. For one as night a as a novelty, he I has think quite I'd the be like, oh, stamp. that's kind of fun. Yeah, he has quite the tramp stamp, too. Yeah. Um, kind of, that whole apartment, again, very, like, okay, dude. This 2003 is like, modern. I did yeah. like the closet that, yes. like, comes together but and Everything goes in apart. this apartment is too high tech. It is. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no. It's, it's really a science fiction film. Yeah. And you you have to accept that at the beginning of the movie. It actually kind of reminded me of Snowpiercer, Bong Joon Ho's film, because sure. it's like that is another movie that's like pseudo sci fi, where it's like, yes, this is definitely science fiction, right? But in some way, it's like 
grounded to a recognizable reality. There's just high tech aspects of it. And like Wu Jin's apartment is like, yeah, definitely magic. He like lives like this is the penthouse Darth Vader would have on the Death Star. Like it's right. so right weird. It's 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 a weird it's a weird place. Also, do they ever really get into like how he got to be so fucking rich and powerful anyway? I have no idea because he seems to have dedicated his whole life to to doing just this to doing what is about to shake out, which yeah. is uh, Daisu finally comes to his apartment to confront and try to kill Wu Jin. Um, Wu Jin stops and tells him, you know, the rest. Wu Jin's like, let me make this movie make sense for you right now, pal. Right now. And then we get the expo dump of like, he was his captor. He did this because, you know, he knew that these rumors started with Daisu. His sister um, had ultimately killed herself in front of him uh because of these rumors and this hysterical pregnancy that happened yep uh and he blames daisu for all of this so his whole life has revolved around this plot to capture and torture daisu in this prison for 15 years uh hypnotize him uh to then kidnap his daughter as well he's like in the back scenes behind the scenes kill his wife raised his daughter kind of covertly throughout her life uh, and hypnotized Daesu and uh, his daughter and Midu, uh, who we find out is his daughter, to uh, basically fall in love with each other after he's released from prison. Yes. In 15 years. They've they've been hypnotized and triggered by certain words like, you're going to fuck this guy who comes into your restaurant and say yeah. these things, and you're going to fall in love with the first woman you see who does these things. And... Uh, yeah, it uh yeah, it turned out he had orchestrated and hypnotized this whole plot. Daisu goes understandably understandably nuts. nuts. The reveal of him looking through the photo album. Yeah. Cuz there is an overlap where you start to see me do in some of like the teen photos, you know what yeah. I mean? Okay, he gives him this photo album to look through and where and he pieces taking, it together that And he pieces it together. Okay, yeah. so how do you feel about hypnosis being kind of As like a plot the device? crux of the film. I kind of look. I it's just such a. I don't long love hypnosis. Reach. It is hypnosis so long. is. I tough. feel like I don't know if it's more like if the if like the gas contained a potion that made him suggestible and you know like I mean he's re- in a weak, like yeah something like I mean part that. of me wants to forget because he's like he's been in prison so he's in this weakened state and his mind Certainly. is probably a little and he's been more or less since she was four raising me do so it's very easy in early ages to get kind of subliminal messaging in sure. I think but the the straight up hypnotist of it all is um. Yeah, a little. I, it, it's a reach, but I don't know. I think it was the reveal was so well done. It's I mean, such the plot an evil. Is, it's such an evil plot, plot that it's like is, I'll give it to him because it, it again, like Wujin is a sick. Yeah, because like fifteen years, that is a great enough time for your daughter to grow up and become a woman, and yeah. a woman that you might not even recognize. Yeah, and it's rough. And again, I don't know. if Daisu is a person who deserves this. He just thought he you know who doesn't deserve this is Midu. And Midu, what the hell did she ever do except oh, for be born? Yeah, well, he is, and Daisu does like beg Wujin oh. not to. The begging scene is really hard to watch. Yes, be- I mean he. Um, I mean, and Wujin had hinted like, "Why am I going through all this?" And he says, "Because you talk too much." And that's oh, why- that's right. You were you were. That's what he finds out when he breaks through the prison the first time is that yeah. he was there because, because he, he talked, talked too, much. too much. And, and it's and like was, what the fuck? And he was so confused. Fifteen years of my life gone because I talk. Like what the hell does that mean? And then he found this is why it all started with these rumors. Talks. 
I will also say incest in any way, shape, or form is disgusting. It's yeah. awful. It's horrific. There are real life victims of incest. Like, I yeah. don't mean to make light of this. Yeah. I just mean to say, do you think have forcing a father to have sex with his daughter is the same as having consensual sex with your sister who's around the same age and when you're teenagers? Like, I don't know. There was like a degree oh. of this. And like, I think that is no, way, way worse Wujin is- than having sex with your fellow teenage. Yeah, Wujin is unhinged. I don't think, like, it wasn't really Daesu. It was... Uh- yeah, Juwon deserves to go to hell. Daesu just saw, thought he saw some like action through a window at yeah. school. Like he didn't know who they were. He just thought- also Daesu just said it to one person and left town. Like it's not like he spread that rumor. That was all Juwon. Yeah, he left town. He wasn't there. He did, like yeah. Wujin is disturbed. I almost wish we got more time with him, but at the same time, I kind of like the mysterious villain. Yeah, definitely um, aspect of it. But uh, yeah, Daesu at this reveal goes insane. He's like, I will do anything for you not to tell me do this. Well, and he does. Know- know that i think it's han yeah has me do yes with a box yes and with all this information yeah yes and that i think this is the, actually the best scene of the movie i think this is the best acting well, I performance do, are you talking about his begging the be- the, the realization oh, the that begging. they also the phone call too yes because it's also kind of sick that he like his tone immediately changes and he's like you know don't open it, don't open it. And she's like, I'm not going to open it. And she goes, okay, good girl, good girl. You know, like he immediately starts right, to talk to her like, like, yeah, like a, a daughter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it changes completely. It, it's such a- Ooh, and there's also like that quick little insert scene where we see me do with the wings on her back. Yeah. And it's like, oh God. Oh no. That's yeah. the daughter. Yeah. It, it's it's a horrifying reveal and it's made more horrifying by Desu's begging. He's like, I will do anything. Begging will, to keep his daughter from your, this information. I will be your dog. Gets on the floor, starts barking like a dog licking his shoe. Wujin is laughing yeah, during this, this whole thing. This is fucking And sick. then he goes and he's like, this is why I brought up the you talk too much as a consequence. He'll like, I'll do anything. And then he proceeds to take scissors and cut off his own tongue. Another thing I watched behind closed eyes. That was this whole scene, like between the barking and the licking of the shoe and and then the tongue cutting. It was uh, raw. Right. You're you're hit with this gun punch of information and then you see the the fallout of it. And yeah. it is it is But Desu's also so right, because right now, like Midu is innocent and she doesn't have to like live with this. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and he does. It's like okay, that's punishment enough. It it's because again, Midu is I can't say it enough. Completely, completely innocent. innocent, and is just a victim of been through hell and back because this guy has like appeared in her life who she doesn't know from Adam. Yeah. And oh my god, it's the end of this movie is devastating, and you're kind of like putting together everything you've watched. And yeah, and I, now it's like now it makes sense. It's like oh no wonder they like met, and immediately she was like, "Well, I love you, and we're gonna have sex," because like she was programmed basically to right. be that person. Yeah, uh, it's awful, Wujin. Uh, it's a little bit too perfect, but I, yeah, you know, I, I'll let it go. I don't know. The the plot came together, and then uh, he try Wujin uh, threatens to kill Desu with the the same like they go to commit co-suicide yeah uh but then wujin leaves the room <gasps> oh and you're like this is awful right and then you think like oh mother like he's just walking away he's just this rich villain who walked away and then he kills himself well okay well, okay whoa you're talking about you're like two sentences for like some of the crazy shit so wujin 
gives Desu the pacemaker button. I'm like, well, right. You're, you're oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Kill me, bitch. He pressed the button. What does he start to hear? Oh, my God. Him fucking his daughter. And yeah. his daughter saying to her dad, oh, yeah, you're so fucking big inside of me. Like, ew. Awful. Ew, this is awful. Awful. Ew, this is terrible. Then, actually, what I thought was very effective, Wujin in that elevator. And then we see the flashback from his right. point of view of the day that his sister killed herself. Right. Yeah. And he takes a photo that Wujin sees. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then this is where he ultimately takes his own life because he's only been living to seek vengeance for his sister's life onto Daesu. And now, and he's now got- that that's over, he's killing himself, which I think says a lot that Wujin is like, he, Wujin knows committing incest is going to lead to suicide because yeah. you cannot live with yourself. No. With this information. No, he's been so happy, like, unhappy since his sister died and devoted his whole life that this yeah. is the only thing that he's been hanging on to. And Do you uh, think that Wujin thinks that Daesu is also going to kill himself? Like, do you, or do you think- I don't think he gives a The shit. punishment is like, no, you now you have to live with this? I don't think he cares. Because I'm going to be honest, I think suicide, I'd be like, well, well, immediately I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, I don't think he- I'm can- like, I'm not even going to think about this. I don't think he cares either way. I think, like, whatever he did, he, he got, he exacted- revenge yeah you just have um, to... he might as well be i mean the man now at the very least lives without a tongue and is forever i mean between the compared fif- to the two that doesn't seem too bad actually Be- between the 15 years of imprisonment and uh the knowledge uh of his own Ugh. incest is uh i think just like punishment enough evil but yeah, I think he probably assumes that he's going to commit suicide or something yeah. is uh, going to happen. But yeah, you just see this man who, like, this villain whose plot worked exactly this handsome, like, dastardly for, yeah. villain who seems to have all the money in the world and resources in the world, um, still at the end of the day kills himself uh, leaving the penthouse because after this plan... After his plan comes to fruition, it's all... He's left... He's still left with nothing at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, and I think ultimately, like... He really did love his sister. Yes. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I want to say like he regretted the relationship. I kind of got like a Cersei and Jamie Lannister vibe a little I don't bit where think, it's, yeah. Where it's like on the one hand, because they were, I mean, not that this is an excuse, but certainly, especially it looked like they kind of lived in a rural area. Yeah. Like, it's it's not completely insane to say teenagers who are related experiment. It's I mean, but I that I mean, it is. Let me back up. It's like if someone was like, "Oh yeah, these two people committed incest," and I'd say, "Oh really?" And it's like, "Yeah, when they were teens, they like kind of did a little playhouse, a little you know, you show me my whatever, like kind of yeah. what we saw in the scene." Yeah, it, there's a little more. Yeah, there's something that I could say. Oh well, hopefully they're in therapy for that and they and can they look got, past that yeah, and they, and they can say yeah. we were teens and we made a really big through. mistake. Yeah. That's, I think that's more what I'm saying. They, like, yeah. Maybe that is something that is like, oh, poor thing. And then also like maybe something at home. I'm thinking like, right. like flowers in the attic. That's another piece of media where like the siblings have have an incestuous relationship because they themselves are tortured and traumatized and they literally don't know better. Yeah. They, they, they don't know that they're fucking related yeah. when they're doing that shit in the attic. Obviously, I think it's a different situation with Wujin and his sister. But when I'm, all of this is to say, I think he really did love her. Yeah. Wujin is a fascinating character who, like, yeah. I don't know if I want to spend more time with, but 
what or, we get like, is so perfect. But that what it's we like, get is so perfect, but you want to know. But I more like about, that we yeah. have that scene with him in the elevator where yeah. it's just him. And yeah. We just see his worldview on it. And, and like his, even that uh, scene is like and his sad. Whole, like, it's so sad. His whole world like collapsed. He tried to save her. Literally, she had to push him right. away so she could. I mean, he's, kill he's been walking around like a zombie. Like, he's only been a vengeance machine for, yeah. you know, the last, however, like, 15 years of his life. Like, ever since that event, he's been just a shell Maybe of a man. Maybe you have a little bit of sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. I don't feel that bad. I, I mean, don't the feel guy that is an bad evil fuck. Him. But I do like that we get to see, like, a little bit more emotion from him. How do you... F- yeah, I... Movie... I would... How do you feel that the movie went on? The, there's a final I was going to s- say, I really actually like the epilogue. You like the epilogue? I do. Because I think... I'm on the fence about the epilogue. I, I don't know. Well, I think something about the epilogue that works is that they bring the hypnotist back. Yes. Because as much as I'm like... Oh, I do brother, like that they the bring hypnotist. her back. It's like... I yeah, do like no, that it ends actually, on this note of like... Because like, the evil plan's revealed and you see the logic and the inner workings of it all. But there yeah. is still this element of magic that I do think you're right. is nice to kind of uh, like, let's end, solidify the movie, end the movie on. Don't, don't yes. just let it be... A, and I, I think a it's device. interesting and like kind of fucked up that Daisu doesn't immediately kill himself and instead now hatches a plan of like, well, I can continue to live this life if I forget this one thing. Right. Which means he consciously has thought, if I can just forget that she's my daughter, I don't have to live in this hell. Right. And also- which I would think the other option he had would be suicide or run away and never return. Yeah, just just live a new life. So but it then is a little bit interesting that, that like there's a part of him that kind of wants to fight for the relationship he has with Midu, even though it's built entirely on hypnosis. Well, I do think what's interesting is, so I, I think that- Or maybe he just scene, wants to be able to live with himself ta- again. Talking out this ending scene, it, it does bring a lot of the film uh, closure because it ends, so he brings the hypnotist this whole letter he wrote because he can't talk anymore because it cut out his damn tongue uh, about with his story. And uh, the hypnotist said, I wasn't going to help you, but you ended the story on this line that with really, that beast. with the Don't beast line to live. that really ties a lot of the, well, that whole scene with tying kind of the magic of the movie, yeah. giving that a close, and uh, that line being what, uh, that line of, um, even though I'm no better than a beast, don't I deserve to live too? Yeah. That line, you know, kind of gives closure to the scene where he wakes up on that rooftop uh, with that man who is about to commit suicide and says those things. Clearly that stuck with him. Mm-hmm. And he, he feels that even though I'm no better than a beast, don't I deserve to live too? And clearly Wu Jin didn't feel that way. Um, yeah. It, it ties together a lot of, you know, vengeance not being the only thing that you should live for or be a driving force behind everything that motivates you. You can move past it. Uh, or yeah, there's, and there's I guess a- there is like, I mean, Daisu, like 15 years of his life was robbed. Yeah. How much more is he going to give to Wujin? Because as of now, he's given him his whole fucking life. Right, exactly. Like it's he, been taken away from he him. He hasn't been able to live. He didn't get to raise his family. He he clearly wasn't in a good state before the events of the movie. No. Like, this man has not lived a life at all. And then yeah. The, the, I guess visiting the hypnotist is, like, his last chance. But I do think it's interesting that it's, like, again, for me, I'd be like, well, Midu, I'm so sorry. We don't know each other anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the, he erases both their memories. Right? Isn't she with him? Okay, so this is the thing. It is ambiguous. It's purposely ambiguous. Yeah. Midu never knows that that's her father. 
never, ever right. knows. When he goes to the hypnotist, he's doing like an eternal sunshine thing. Yeah. Where he is asking, can you wipe the memory of the knowledge that I right. learned that that is my daughter? Yeah. Midu is not touched by the hypnotist. Right. She doesn't have to be because she doesn't know. She doesn't know. So basically, Desu's like, I just want to live like how she's living right now where we are in love. We're a couple and like. Right. I just want to forget this information. The hypnosis happens. He wakes up. She greets him. Still, she's like, my boyfriend. Desu, right. how are you? They hug. And then, again, in a great performance, there's this look on his face that's like, did the hypnosis work? Yeah. Oh, you're kind of left wondering, like, because at first it seems like, oh, well, I guess it worked. And I guess that's going to be them living happily right. ever after. But then there's just like a slight turn in his mouth that changes. Yeah. That kind of leaves you thinking, or maybe he's just deciding he's got this is the on. reality. Yeah. Right. And how, I mean, the whole movie and the whole thought behind it is like, how do you go on living even though these horrible traumatic events uh, happen in your life? And yeah. How do you fight for the rest of your life? Woo! Which, now that we're actually saying that out loud, like, I wonder, people who have been victims of incest, mm -hmm. I would love to hear their th thoughts. I mean, surely I can, like, look right. at some review. I'm sure people have written about this, and I'm mm -hmm. sure... Um, yeah, you know. That I mean, but it's. I mean, any kind of traumatic event, you have to learn how to. Yeah, but I think in this case, it's very specifically. It. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> this is a very specific trauma. Acc yeah. You know, a accidental lot of, incest. A, is, a lot of and, and that yeah. that's real. That happens. You yeah. know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People are adopted. And that's you don't fucking tough. know. Yeah. You know, whatever. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, -huh. uh. So I, I, I would. I'm. I'm. I'd be curious just to see like. You know, does that resonate with you? This idea that, like, even though this very specific horrible thing has happened to me, yeah. Because I, I think it's worth saying out loud that many cases of incest, it's it's not consensual. Yeah, it is totally sexual abuse. Yeah, there is a a perpetrator and there is a victim in mm -hmm. these cases. It's rarely consensual, and like that's kind of its own bag. I think overwhelmingly cases of incest are sexual assault yeah probably yeah. um so given that you know if you're a victim of incest you're not a beast and you definitely deserve to live and you definitely deserve yeah. to be able to uh, you know find your happiness and and you know not reconcile with what happened to you but be able to move forward from that sure and you deserve to live a happy life even though somebody in your past decided that you should be you know a victim of something awful right so i guess i don't know that's kind of like my that that is a perspective I would like to hear from because you yeah, know, it, it's not one you hear from very much too. And uh, I mean, it's also very difficult to talk about, uh, yeah. understandably so. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. Terrible what it, what happened to these people. It's um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so we have this movie. It definitely leaves you with um, a lot, and we got one more. I don't know anything about Lady I, Vengeance. I don't know anything about Lady None Vengeance whatsoever. I don't know her. I don't know her. I don't know. Uh, and I will we're say, for the best. I know this movie is like the one everyone loves from this trilogy. I kind of like Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance really? a little bit more than this. Really? Okay. I... And I think because Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is grounded in a reality that I recognize, even though sure. the events of that movie are extreme, and yes. those characters do make extreme choices in extreme circumstances. Right. It's not out of the realm I... of possibility. I think this movie... I mean, 
the hypnosis of it all. It's just a little bit sure. convenient. I, it's a good movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't dislike it. I just think that of this trilogy so far, I, maybe it's my second favorite. Okay. I, I think I disagree with you here. I think... Fair enough. And I, and I see... Your point, I do like. I was a little bummed when I found out hypnosis was a factor. I in all knew. Of it. See, I knew like he had been tricked with her, but I forgot that hypnosis was literally. I, yeah, I, I didn't. I don't think I realized that, and I was like a little bummed to be like, oh, it's magic. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think the just from like a visual filmmaking stylistic standpoint, it definitely takes the cake. Um, on that one, I, I, I think this movie is. Uh, yeah, a lot just like has the edge of like the more interesting movie to sit down and watch. Um I think Mr. Vengeance is still a great movie. It's it's a li- I think Yeah, I just think Old Boy I would be quicker to revisit probably. Sure, I think it's also shorter and I will also say that like I it's think shorter, part moves of faster. My... It's it's more action packed. It's visually I think more compelling. Yeah, um, and I will say watching Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance was like such an experience because I didn't know anything. So to to give old boy a lot of credit, one, my viewing experience was not ideal. And also I knew the whole fucking movie by the time I watched it. I I do. I mean, and again, but again, unfathomable to think that I turn this on and be like, I don't know. The, the impact of that moment still hits, whether you know it or not, it would be, I kind of, my, my boyfriend was upset that I didn't have the experience of finding out in the moment. Oh my God. But, uh, I, I'm almost like, I don't, I'm with you. I'm like, I don't know if I could have handled that mic drop. I think maybe it's, yeah, it was already so much no, it going in but, i think uh, this is a movie that could do well with a bit of a content warning in front of it for sure because again talking about like the fact that real people are victims of incest yeah I, this is you gotta know but, before you go yeah these are all hard movies to watch i'm sure lady vengeance will i mean all too. yeah that's all of these should have content um, warnings i mean but both left you with like the both left me with the same feeling of like there are a lot of things to chew on uh yeah uh, this movie, it's uh, the the themes and the stories are told with like such subtlety. Um, even even with magic being involved, like sure the yeah. plot mechanics are uh, a, little a little bit a little, a little bit neat. A little bit neat. There's some. There's a lot of suspension of disbelief. Maybe little, more so. Maybe, maybe a little bit sweaty. Yeah, and more so. But I'm willing to give it to this movie. I I I still I think this is a fantastic movie. I see oh, it, why it definitely is. It definitely I, is. I see why it's made all these listen why it's and why we got to watch it on the criterion channel of course um and and worth the watch uh, specifically on the criterion channel we will say that yeah uh, for sure no but very disappointing that this is not more widely available to watch no it should be because it, it's it's such a i bet the american old boy yeah. is everywhere it is i mean that's what it is really it is um, uh, which i i agree with bong joon ho when he said the thing at the Oscars, or was it the Golden Globes, that he's like, you know, it's amazing how many great films exist in the world if you can get over a one-inch subtitle. Yeah. And uh, truly. Yeah. Uh, get over it, watch this movie. I mean, content warning, but watch this. Like, it is, it's... Any Park Chan-woo movie, just... Honestly, you yeah. Know. It, it, it's gonna be a little rough. It's gonna be a little rough. Dark. You're, you're, you're gonna need a palate cleanser. I had to watch a couple episodes of Jury Duty um, <laughs> to get... Uh, you know, to go to bed after. I watched this movie in the daytime on purpose. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That, that was probably a good move. But uh, yeah, I, I I have to give the edge to this movie. I, I think Fair just uh, the film. But they've both been so good. And uh, we got another one that will uh, 
Oh my god! And then well, I promise we will do like a light and easy next trilogy. Like it will be so yeah. light. Well, this so yeah. light and breezy. Yeah. And well, this was a very long episode, so we thank you for. Uh, oh God, sorry. Citizen through it with us and we appreciate this you is guys. one of the best films of the 21st century we're well, gonna talk about a lot, for a long there's time there's a lot okay. to talk about damn it's old boy but uh sarah give us give us the wrap out uh thanks for listening so super appreciate it uh we mentioned some comments that we got we read them on the patreon page for small pay small page small beans if you're a patron join the conversation we we read we listen we take that into consideration yeah. we love to see people Active. Engaging, yeah, it's um, cool to see you guys engaging. It makes me so excited that people are. Yes, I mean, uh, I really yeah. thank God because I mean, so many people make podcasts that no one listens yeah, to. No. So I'm thankful for everyone. I who love listens hearing and, your guys' thoughts. You give me more stuff to think about. Yes, um, so yeah. uh, continue doing that. And if you're not a patron, take a look. There might be a tier that you might not think you can afford it. Check it out. You know, yeah. if it's something that you feel comfortable with. Give it like a six month trial period, you know. Yeah. Get these episodes early. Small Beans has some really cool things cooking. I can see. They, that I from think personal. they do a drop on the feed every day or yeah. every other day. Like we, you're, it's no shortage of content. So I yeah. think it's definitely. I mean, I'm a patron. <laughs> I, I think it's worth it. Yeah. Um. So there's that, and then I'm on Twitter at sk underscore griffith. And I'm on Twitter at Bridget Tweets, where uh, watch those spaces, because Sarah and I are working on some stuff. We're working on a series that's comedic, and it's a nice chaser if you're doing the shot no of incest. the Vengeance trilogy. Yeah, it's super light, very funny. Um, stay tuned for more about that. We'll and, be talking um, about that, and uh, we're working on more stuff with Small Beans, so just, you know, stay here. Yeah, when this comes out, we'll be filming. We're filming in May, so, yeah. so watch uh, this space. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Lights. Camera We're shooting threes, just SMB. We're gonna watch and review film trilogies. It's all for laughs, so just sit back. We're gonna drop hella dimes on this podcast. <laughs>